0: This is the Warmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Warmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us that rode the time. I'm your host Josh and today's game will be an all bench warmer game, hitting the team of Eric and Scott. Versus the team of Dan and Mason.
2: Eric, how are you? I'm I'm good. It's Father's Day, even though this won't be released on Father's Day. Um, and I got, my, my wife actually got me what I wanted. I wasn't expecting her to spend so much. She bought me the new Nintendo, like the upgraded Nintendo Switch. So I'm like, I'm on top of the world right now. Nice, nice. Yes, materialistic things help me in my life. Thank you. Love, love for my kids. Who cares?
1: Scott, how are you doing? And let us know what your and Eric's team name is going to be.
3: Uh, I'm good. I didn't get any gifts today because I don't have any children. And so I don't get like the second birthday known as Father's Day where I can get gifts and things like that. Um, But I'm good. It's uh, Not only are we recording on, on Father's Day, but it's also Juneteenth. Uh, So it's a little little double celebrating my deceased father who was black. So it's kind of like I celebrate both of the days today when you have a black dad and Juneteenth falls on Father's Day. Yeah, interesting. Um, We went to a Juneteenth festival earlier. It was a lot of fun. Um, It's like a bunch of black-owned businesses, and you know, we bought some random things just to support the company and had some great food. So it's been a good day. And now I'm with you guys, so that should be good. Because we're recording on Father's Day, uh, we wanted to have. Try to have a a father or daddy related team name, but since Marcus isn't here, we couldn't do anything daddy related. Um, so we just decided that we're going to be non pull out couch in honor of all the fathers out there. Oh. That's right, Dan.
2: Your face says it all. This is we're off the rails already. Oh boy, it's an all bench warmer game.
1: <laughs> uh, Mason, um, how are you, sir?
4: I I gotta follow that up. Uh, somebody has to. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I'm Doing all right, uh, yeah. I didn't get any gifts either, even though I'm a godfather. Um, didn't get anything for that, but it's okay.
5: Um, oh, whoa, whoa hold on, hold on. So, you're gonna talk like this the rest of the night? Then <laughs> I really? guess I have to,
4: <laughs> sure. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I went visit my dad, and he lives about 45 ish minutes away, so it was nice to go see him.
3: Mackie, Mack Attack,
4: <laughs> he's not gonna get this, so oh, sorry, maybe, but um, yeah, oh well, Dan, go ahead and do what you have to do. I don't know where to go from here.
5: I had a great father's day today. My, uh, family let me be, <laughs> <I> didn't <laughs> didn't have to do anything. Um, they went to the pool and I didn't, which is always fun. It's always my preference. Um, North Carolina heat and me do not get along. Um, and I did not get anything Well, I did. I got a t-shirt and I got a, a Delvin cook, uh, Funko pop, but, um, I we we don't we don't do Mother's Day and Father's Day. We, I mean we we do, but we just don't do the big pre- presents for him. So, um, so Mason is famously young. I don't know if you if we've if we've famously. ever if we've yeah, ever talked like- about this or not. Um, and I am recording tonight and have to work at uh, six in the morning, which means I need to be up at like four thirty. I'm not going to get to bed till after midnight. So, um, I'm gonna be tired, so we're gonna be the young and the restless, as in, you know, no rest. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have the
1: uh non pull out couch versus the young and the restless. Well, I know I'm always restless when I sleep on any couch, whether it's a pull out couch
5: or not, but this is a non pull out couch, so. I actually sleep better on the non pullout couches than the.
1: I would agree. Pullout couches. Those pullout
5: couches got that
1: bar right in the middle of your
5: back. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, anywho, let's uh, kick it over to Dan for the rules. No, I refuse.
4: <laughs> He's tired.
1: Don't
5: you understand?
1: <laughs> Shall we have a Matt reading? <laughs> All right, let's let's kick it over to Matt for the rules.
5: Oh no, 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 no! no. I'm no. doing them. If it's okay. going to be either me or Matt, no.
1: <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dan's doing the rules good.
5: We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see our today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench they are. All right, let's get this game underway. And it is time
1: for the coin flip, a 50-50 warm-up question with 10 points. We did an actual coin flip, well, a virtual coin flip before we started the recording. And the young and the restless will get to answer the coin flip question. Which is which team has a higher winning percentage? Eric and Scott
5: or Dan and Mason? Oh. I don't remember how many times we've played together, Mason.
4: Not very I didn't think it was that many. Um
5: have we won?
4: I would think so. The taco the taco one. The taco Derek Jeter's taco hole.
3: <laughs> the, the, Spanish the, Dan's the taco. Spanish Dan's taco hole, yeah. <laughs> yeah Eric Jeter. Well, he's not Spanish.
5: So here, we could have anywhere from like a, a one thousand to like a six sixty seven. Though we're gonna have a really wide range with all of our. Yeah, so that's that's a math discussion we're having. know. Yes. Right oh boy.
4: Yes. I don't. I don't get to have those much on the podcast if it's not with Josh. Yeah, that's exciting. Or Dave. David. Or I David.
5: Guess. Yeah, yeah. David. Yeah. Um. So. So. I don't know. Have we ever lost? I have no idea.
4: I don't know. I don't keep track of that. I know I'm at the bottom of the win percentage. So like it isn't looking
5: good. Hey, let's um, bet on our let's bet on ourselves. All right. So we'll say we have a higher percentage.
1: Okay. Well, let's start with Eric and Scott. They have teamed up 11 times. Wow. What? <laughs> oh. They are 6 and 5 all time. Oh. That's a so winning good. percentage of 54.5%. Um, I do believe they started out 6-1 and and have lost the last four times they played.
3: Hold on. Who beat us? Because I'm going to start calling people out now, (laughs) Jake Manny style. I need to know. I mean, considering it's been the last four
1: times, Jake Manny could have been one of them. No,
2: no. No, Jake Manny has never shown his face here.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you guys are 54.5. Dan and Mason have teamed up a total of two times. (laughs) <laughs> are we one and one.
6: You are guys are one and one. one? And one. No,
1: <laughs> all time for a five for a fifty percent winning percentage. Oh. But, uh, Eric and Scott is the correct answer. So non pullout couch will get the points.
6: Uh,
1: that's why I teamed you guys up today because you've only teamed up twice. That's crazy.
4: In the what, 150 episodes, it's twice.
5: So now I want to know what the other one was. We have Spanish dance Taco Hole. That's one for
4: sure. I don't know the other one. Eh, You can look it up later.
3: Yeah, don't worry. I'll be looking up who beat Eric and I, and it's on.
1: Well, it's been the last four times, so there's probably a few names on that list, just saying.
3: Tournament style, we're fine.
1: (laughs) All right, well, after the coin flip, um, non-pullout couch for doing nothing has 10 points, and the young and the restless
3: currently have zero points.
5: You can find us at Patreon.com/slash/BenchwarmersTP. Thanks.
1: Today's first quarter is sporting haikus.
5: Sporting haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth twenty-five points.
1: Question one, Jerry Springer Show, a nine-time World Tag Team champ, passed away in March. It's got to be, Scott.
3: Yeah, let's just do it.
1: All right. We're checked in. Okay, non couches couch is checked in, so Young and the Restless, you guys can talk it out. So the only thing, only one I can
5: think of right now is Scott Hall, but uh, did he have that many Tag Team title rants? I'm asking you, Mason.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't paying attention because I don't, I don't answer wrestling questions. No, I don't know. I don't know who he is. I've, I don't. That sounds like a generic white name. Like, I don't know.
5: Yes, but he was Reza Ramon. Okay. Um,
4: sure. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. I have
5: no idea what that has to do with Jerry Springer, but it, it would have been around March that he died. Um, so I, I guess we go with Scott Hall. Sure. We'll check in with Scott Hall.
3: Okay, and on pullout couch, what did you guys have? the same uh trying to figure out who it could have been. nine tag titles seems like a lot for him, but that was the most prominent death of the year in wrestling, so and he I guess he would be Andre Springer because he had a lot of issues, so it would make sense. so we also checked in with Scott Hall.
1: both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is Scott Hall. In 1995, during Hall's fourth reign as WWF Intercontinental Champion, he appeared in character as Razor Ramon on the Jerry Springer Show, and he won one AWA, seven WCW, and one TNA World Tag Team Championship. They all used that title. Yeah. So that's how he got to nine.
5: Jeez. I don't remember. Any of this? The AWA one I have a I have a fleeting memory of. Do you remember his partner? Um, was it Henning?
1: It was Kurt Henning.
5: Yes, that makes sense. How's he doing? Oh, about as well as Scott Hall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Question two: Drafted by the Wild, a 2020 All Star may win Stanley Cup. Just check in when you're ready you can check in. Okay, non pull up couches checked in. The young and the restless you guys can talk it out. Jeez,
4: I don't even know who to think about here. Um yeah, I I've been trying to keep up with the Stanley Cup finals, but I mean, I don't know much about their backgrounds prior to this. So that doesn't help.
5: I'm 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 trying to think who they traded this year. They had there was a big trade with Colorado earlier this year. I'm trying to think who they who they traded away because that would make sense that it was that person whoever it was. Um, but I'm afraid I'm not gonna come up with it.
4: Yeah, I I don't have much other than like I may be able to recognize some names.
5: It was in the Tyson uh, Tyson Just trade. Um, okay, so I I've got a name, but I have no idea if this is the person we're talking about okay but um um nico uh sturm sturm however you say his name was was part of it but that's the only name i can come up with that was part of that trade and that's assuming that that trade has anything to do with this right so yeah i'm
4: i'm fine with that because i I'm, i don't have much at all
5: all right i guess we check in with nico sturm I guess.
4: Okay,
1: sure. And uh, non-pullout couch, what did you guys have for an answer?
2: That answer scares me. Um, uh, I went went a different way. I know he was drafted by the Wild. Um, The Avalanche got him, but not from the Wild. They got him from Phoenix. And I'm going to go with Darcy Kemper.
1: One team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Darcy Kemper. Uh Camper was selected to the 2020 All-Star team, but did not play due to injury. Uh Nico Sturm, uh, for the record, was undrafted. Okay. He went undrafted. So
2: I mean I had no other way of getting to that, but I, I jumped on Dar- I'm sorry. I went to Darcy Kemper way too quick. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you have um, a problem getting off of it? That's I do. And, and and then you you as soon as you said Sturm, I'm like, oh crap, they did make that stupid trade because Sturm has really been non- anything since that trade, but whatever. Tyson Joe's was the same, so anyway.
1: All right, let's move on to question three. WABA champ, first to play men's pro b-ball big three power coach.
3: <laughs> checked in.
1: Okay, non polo couches. Checked in again. Young and the Restless, you guys can talk it out.
4: Yeah, I uh, recently saw this. Like, looked this up for a question I was writing, so I might have to scratch that. That's okay. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Nancy Lieberman. So, you good with that, Dan?
5: Oh, I I asked a question last time I hosted about the the big three coaches.
4: Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, there you go. Ah, fair <laughs> enough. All right, we'll check in with that.
3: Okay, and
1: non-polo couch, you guys checked in really quick. What do
3: you got for an answer? Well, you guys know I love the Big Three. Had a lovely day yesterday watching uh, the first games of Week 1. Got to check out today's games a little bit later on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, I know all 12 coaches, and Nancy Lieberman definitely coaches power. Championship winning Big Three head coach Nancy Lieberman is the correct answer.
1: Both teams will be getting points. Correct answer is Nancy Lieberman. In 1986, Lieberman signed with the Springfield fame of the men's professional United States Basketball League. She remained in the league the following season, playing for the Long Island Knights.
3: Did the Springfield fame? That's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That team's going to live forever. Oh, wait. <laughs> They're going to learn how to fly. <laughs> fly!
1: All right, let's move on to question four. 2021, last Indians game winner led the
5: team in wins. Jeez those names are all interchangeable to me, <laughs> you know, I mean,
4: yeah,
5: I'm
2: those to are names. Is that what you're saying?
4: Oh, yes. yes they
2: are. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's a coin flip, but I think that's, I mean, we both have it. I'd say we go with it.
1: All right. Go ahead. We're checked in. Okay. non polar couch is checked in. Young and the restless. You guys can talk about that list of names.
4: Yeah. I mean, I just started naming guys from the rotation. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Shane Bieber but it's Tristan McKenzie, Zach, Plezac. Um, it's not going to be him, but Cal Quantrill was on that team. He's still there. Um, I mean, if I had to pick, I'd pick Bieber. It's the most high profile out of that group. <laughs> is,
3: is it
5: because you have the same hairstyle? As no, him? it's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, Whatever you want to go with. I have no idea.
4: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the first one that came to mind just because he's, He's the best out of all of them. So I would, I would presume he might have been the guy to lead the team and wins. But okay, we'll check on Shane Bieber.
1: Okay. And on pullout couch, what did you guys have for an answer?
3: Yeah. Initially thought Bieber just because he's been their ace the last few years, Cy Young winner. Um, but then start, they've had some other decent guys like Mason Name, Zach, please, Um I know Mackenzie wasn't up for the whole season. Then I sent one other name to Eric and it seemed to spark something in him. So we hope that it's it, but uh, we checked in with Aaron Savale. One team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Aaron Savale.
1: On October 3rd, 2021, Savale was the winning pitcher in Cleveland's final game under their Indians nickname, pitching six scoreless innings against the Texas Rangers. He finished the 2021 season with a 12 and five record. So just to let you know, I came up with these four questions by scouring the four profiles of the players on this podcast today. Scott Hall was on Dan's posts from his Memorial March when he died from March Darcy Kemper. There's a video of him in warmups from Eric's feed. Uh, Aaron Savale was from Scott's feed because he just saw him pitch. Not that long ago. And Mason was the toughest. He doesn't what's, post a lot of stuff. About, what does
4: Nancy Lieberman have to do with me? <laughs>
5: <laughs> did you say something about Joe Lieberman on your page?
4: I don't know. You shared a trivia
1: night post that had a clue about Nancy. It had her picture and was oh my who God. was the first. <laughs> hey.
4: How far did you have to dig for that?
1: Um, I, A long ways. It okay, was fair enough. Uh, probably two, a year or two ago. Yeah, probably like so. It was, you just don't post things about sports stuff, so
4: sorry I'll do better
3: I'll do better I'll do better.
5: please do, and remember what you post.
3: <laughs> when I sent to Volley to Eric, I said in my head, "I just saw him pitch last month. <laughs> yes, yes, you did i can uh, I can confirm that
1: All right, well, after the first quarter, we have the following scores: um the young and the restless have fifty and non pullout couches up to one ten. yikes. That brings us to today's second quarter, which will be The Missing Link.
5: The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. And this link is
1: brought to you by our former zero. Um, David Lux.
5: Oh my goodness. Uh-oh. Oh my hey. The questions
1: are mine, but the link was his. <sighs> okay. All right. So,
4: so our brands Toyota, let's go.
1: So if you like it, he gets credit. If you hate it, he takes the blame. Question one in the missing link. What three-time NL Cy Young Award winner won the 1967 NL Rookie of the Year Award? Oh, Mason, that was a
5: stank face you just gave.
4: <laughs> I didn't like what I typed. Okay, you feel better about yours?
5: I you feel pretty good about that one. Okay, actually,
4: that's fair. I, yeah, I, that's why I gave that face because I, I didn't feel good about what I typed. But that yours would okay. think fit the timeline a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. yeah. We'll check in.
1: Okay, the young and the has checked in. Non pullout couch. You guys can talk it out.
3: Seems about
2: the right time frame for Seaver. Yeah, I've seen 67. the I've seen the rookie of the year list. Uh, I didn't pay attention to much of it in that era because I don't care about it. Um, <laughs>
4: before the eighties, that's why.
2: Like once yeah, I started I once I didn't recognize names anymore, I'm just like Ugh. Just right. <laughs> uh
3: three three Cy Young sounds about right, right for him. Yeah. Yeah. In the time frame works the time frame's right. So I, I don't say, know that I mean, there's anyone else. I mean, yeah, let's go with it. All right. Checking in Tom Seaver officially.
1: And the Young and the Restless, what did you guys have for an answer?
5: For many of the same reasons that they just talked about, um, also said Tom Seaver. Uh, I've had conversations about uh, the Mets who have won rookie of the year and He's one of them, and that time timeline works perfectly for that. So,
1: well, both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Tom Seaver. Only Tom Terrific and Walter Johnson have 300 wins, 3,000 strikeouts, and an earned run average under 3.00. Moving on to question two What manager's Hall of Fame plaque? As him wearing a Cincinnati Reds cap, even though he managed an American league team for almost twice as many years.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I
3: don't know that it can be anyone else. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. We're checked in.
1: Okay. Non-puller couch is checked in. Young and the restless. You guys can
5: talk it out. I think it's Sparky Anderson.
4: Okay. I didn't know he
5: coached the Reds, honestly. Yeah, Um, he did. Um, he did for most of the seventies actually, which, you know, big red machine and everything. Oh, probably yeah, be yeah. why he's, why he's there with the reds instead of the, instead of the tigers.
4: Okay. Yeah. That sounds good.
5: All right. We'll check in with Sparky Anderson. Okay. And Non pullout
1: couch, what did you guys have?
3: We checked in with the same. I, I, can't imagine that there are many managers in the Hall of Fame that managed the Reds and that would have a Reds hat. So it just made sense because he won the champ, the World Series with them. So Sparky Anderson. C- certainly not Pete Rose. No, not Bob Boone. Uh, both teams will be getting points.
1: The correct answer is Sparky Anderson. Sparky chose the Reds cap in honor of former GM Bob Hausam, who gave Anderson his first chance at a major league managing job. The theme-linked answers thus far are Tom Seaver and Sparky Anderson. Moving on to question three. What right fielder won two World Series playing for Sparky Anderson and has a son in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's got to be. All right, we're checked in. Okay, non polo couches couch is checked in. Young and the Restless. You guys can talk it out.
4: Has to be
5: Ken Griffey. I
1: think.
4: Yeah. I mean, the only other I'll I can think of is George Foster and I can't think of a, a son that yeah, that made the Hall of Fame. So
5: Arian Foster
3: Deshaun. That's what Eric would want. Deshaun oh, Foster. Deshaun <laughs> Foster. <laughs> I okay. love him. Yeah, we'll go with,
5: yeah, we'll go with
3: Ken that. Griffey Sr.
1: Okay, and on Pullout Couch, what did you guys have for an answer?
3: Yeah, my mind automatically went to Ken Griffey Sr. It just makes sense. He was the right fielder on the big red machine. So Ken Griffey Sr. for us as well. Both teams will be getting
1: points. The correct answer is Ken Griffey Sr. Griffey was a three-time All-Star who hit over 305 times in his role as the table setter for the powerful Cincinnati batting order that dominated the National League in the mid-1970s. The theme-linked answers thus far are Tom Seaver, Sparky Anderson, and Ken Griffey Sr. Moving on to question four. Who became the first tight end to lead the league in yards after catch in twenty eighteen, his second season in the NFL?
3: I mean, I think I know it, but I'm just going to defer because it's a tight end question. We don't we don't get a ton of those these days. I, I
4: like my second one much better than the first. Now I'm thinking about the time frame, but yeah, so I, th- I think I think the year is off for the first one I said.
5: Yeah, I I agree with you. I think I say we go with it. Okay, I'll check in. Hey,
1: Young and the Restless is checked in. Non pullout couch. You guys can talk it out.
3: When was Darren Waller's first season? Because I know he didn't, you know, have he a conditional
2: path. His first season wasn't like, or his no. Well, I'm saying his, said, his 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 first real season was like significant season was probably 2019. Yeah. Maybe. So 20, like, maybe 2018, but even then, yeah. Right. Well, this right this is 2018, but was his first season 2017? correct? Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's. I mean, you're right. With, I mean, tight ends drafted in 17, or like OJ Howard, Evan Ingram, David, right. David and Yeah, it's John definitely Smith, not them. Johnu Smith, um, everybody's favorite Jake Butt. Yeah, I don't uh, think it was him. But yeah, George Kittle was there. So. Right. I mean. I, I don't see I don't see
3: why not I, and I, he was I know he was a monster after the catch that year. I just watched this video the other day about like all of his crazy runs after the catch,
2: yeah so i i am okay with it all right, we're gonna do it.
3: We're gonna check in with George Kittle,
1: Hey, and young and the rest list, what did you guys have for an answer?
4: Yeah, um, it's one of the first tie tie-ins that kind of made sense i'm twenty seventeen kind of stuck for the year. And, Um, based on how well he's doing, it made sense. So we also check on George Kittle.
1: Both teams will be receiving points. The correct answer is George Kittle. Kittle had 870 yards after catch, followed by Christian McCaffrey with 855. The theme-linked answers thus far are Tom Seaver, Sparky Anderson, Ken Griffey Sr., and George Kittle. All right, question five. What player holds the career record for slugging percentage on base plus plus slugging and adjusted OPS plus? I think we can check that in.
4: Yeah, fine.
1: Young and the Restless is checked in. Uh, Non-polo couch, you guys can talk it out.
3: Well, they obviously know the
2: theme. No, I think that question is just that easy. No? Think so? Isn't it Babe Ruth? Probably. Uh, yeah. I think he's the career slugging percentage leader. Yeah, I mean, there's there's
3: too many people to try to think about it and name all these other names of who it could be. So I say we just go with it. All right, check it in,
6: (laughs) Babe Ruth.
3: Oh, (laughs) Mason, that's from the Sandlot.
4: I know. Thank you for reminding uh, me.
3: <laughs> all
5: right. And uh, the Young and the Restless. We we What'd you guys have for an answer? We went with the Sultan of SWAT. The Colossus of Clout. Great Bambino. Babe Ruth.
1: Both teams will be getting points. Um, Ted Williams is second in all three of those categories. Uh, Mike Trout doesn't crack the top five for any of those categories. Just, well, thank for you. For those I'm of you around. who uh, like to say that Trout is, uh, you know, better than babe i'm just saying.
3: who says that Who's, yeah well, i like to meet this person uh, i mean besides words. angels fans <laughs> it's
2: right. i think it's the same argument as like the wayne gretzky one that i always have it's my dad was throwing pitches to babe ruth and <laughs> now we have
1: yeah you know, but you know what those same pitchers we're throwing to other guys who didn't Correct. hit those home runs.
2: Yes, because my dad was, there was, all right. So there was, like was Mike Trout. As well? Correct. He was also, I feel like your dad's <laughs> a lot
3: older than, you're making your dad a lot older, I think, than he was. Uh,
2: he could have been thrown to Babe Roof. Just saying. Like, all if right. you put one of those, like, generational talents and, like, back then when nobody was good except this guy.
6: All right. Just saying. Okay.
1: All right. So the theme-linked answers are Tom Seaver, Sparky Anderson, Ken Griffey Sr., George Kittle, and
3: Babe Ruth. Uh I think that's that's it. I mean, then if it is, then we're good.
1: Pretty sure. Well, at this point, I will let you know that the Young and the Restless has submitted a correct answer already. So, if you guys would like to talk out your answer, you can.
3: So ours is not correct, is it not? <laughs> I sent one word.
5: <laughs> I thought he would ask me to be more specific. If he any, uh, that
1: had nothing to
5: do. <laughs> nothing was the word goulash. Because you
2: were no. close. No, <laughs> I do like goulash, though. I feel like it's no. All right, I don't. I got nothing then. Babe and Sparky. Is it like a name of a dog? Dog, dog names. <laughs> George. Come here, George. Names. Didn't anything, give me a dog
6: name. If
4: you
2: That's want to uh,
3: name. right. It's not wrong. Ken. Ken. Oh, man. I. I, I wait, is there a Ken Dedrickson? Sparky Dedrick. They're all Dedrickson. My neighbor.
5: <laughs> Ken Dedrickson's my neighbor. <laughs>
3: Uh I, I He goes by Poochie though.
2: I got I have nothing.
3: I don't even know what to go off of. The first names,
2: the last names, the, the athletes themselves. The fact that David did it, and it's probably you know think of some random only. They, they've all dated Betty White. George Kittle uh, <laughs>
3: Actually that
2: one makes the most sense, sadly. <laughs> They've all been to Betty White's birthday party. That
3: <laughs> could, could be true. We don't know. They all married
2: Marilyn Monroe. There you go. They've is all there... guest starred on The Golden Girls. Oh, boy.
1: I think at this point, we're just going to uh, move on.
3: Let's, just... <laughs> Let's throw something
2: out there. All right. Here we go. Um... All right. They've all... <sighs> Owned a pullout couch. Good work. Yeah,
3: I, I think I, we're done. I, I got nothing. Is All there right. a Ruth family that you know of? Is there a terrible movie that All we're right, thinking so, of? Uh,
2: Ocean's 12. We're, we're I gonna don't let, know. We're going to let the other team actually let you know what the right All answer right, it's is. Ocean 69.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Young and the Restless, whichever one he wants to, to share bad. the correct answer.
5: So I remembered... Uh, a couple things. One, I have a good memory of Ken Griffey's real name, which is George Kenneth Griffey. And uh, I remember that Sparky Anderson so is dumb. George Anderson. So all of these guys are named George. Yes. And the, the theme,
2: David's unemployed. The correct theme is unemployed. all five. <laughs>
1: The correct answer is all five have George as their given name. We have George Thomas Seaver, George Lee Anderson, George Kenneth Griffey Sr., George Krieger Kittle, and George Herman Ruth Jr.
2: Krieger? Krieger. Oh, he's the apparently he was the the landlord or the maintenance guy from Friends. (laughs)
1: That's That's Traeger. That's Traeger. All right. Wasn't a, wasn't Krieger one of the guys the that George worked for on Seinfeld? That's, That's Kruger. Kruger. He was the guitarist for the Doors, right? He's, was he's
2: the... you know what it is. He's a rubbish like grill, like he's not a Traeger. It's like one of those off brands that you get like you order from, Japan and you are like, oh, I got a Traeger for thirty dollars, and then he's you come right. back. It was and it's one like, of the doors. Krieger. <laughs> Robbie Krieger, right? Yeah,
4: Robbie Krieger. Yeah. See okay. All right. Well, and
2: Mason is... again. Pulls pulls in the lead for oldest man on the podcast.
1: <laughs> the youngest oldest. man. I mentioned the door. Uh, yes. Sorry. sorry.
2: Somebody mentions the doors to me. I'm like, is it open or closed? Because I it's I feel a draft. Raymond Zarek. George of all the names. David, come
4: on. there's five David, people that go by different names. David, oh, there's no, there's no, five there's
2: Tyrones. People. David, maybe throwback trivia takedown needs somebody to hop on and help them out. Because <laughs> guess what, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I, mean, we don't I we even play gave together.
1: you one where his name is actually George. Oh, before yeah, the
2: fifth <laughs> before the fifth. Yeah, the last one's supposed to be the giveaway. Yeah, George, George Herman <laughs> Ruth. Uh, no, the Sultan. I thought they were all Sultans.
4: <laughs> Sultan the swing. You forgot that one. Yeah. Oh, boy. So
1: I was trying to figure out where
2: George Kittle was, where he was a Sultan, and I'm like, was he in a, like an okay. Aladdin remake? I don't know.
1: So after the second quarter, we have a lead change. Non-pullout couch has 210, and the Young and the Restless are up to 250. Should have pulled out. (laughs) That brings us to
5: halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. All right, Mason sorry in advance you got this
3: nope we're Dan's got, Dan's got cold you. play in his head so we'll see if that <laughs> all right
1: so I've asked questions about the Oscars so today I will complete the EGOT of questions and for those of you who need to know what an EGOT is that's an Emmy oh, Grammy going for the... Oscar and Tony
5: we're going for the Grammys now are
1: we we're going for the Grammys, the Emmys, and the Tonys today. Oh. Oh. I mean, you asked questions about plays, so... Yeah. No, no, I answered questions about plays. Yeah, Matt asked them.
5: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's so why I don't sign <laughs> up for his You dreams happen dreams. to have seen that. Yeah.
1: The one that was only like on Broadway for 30 Existed days. For two weeks, yeah. Or two weeks, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Question one. What Naismith Hall of Famer was voted as one of the 50 greatest players in NBA history in 1996 and was also selected to the NBA 75th anniversary team, won the Grammy for best spoken word album in 1993.
2: All right, we're going to check in.
1: Hey, non polo couches checked in. Young and the Restless, you guys can
5: talk it out. I think this was around the time of Magic Johnson's AIDS prognosis. I'm sure he, and I know he did a lot of, a lot of stuff about that. Um, He, he got in front of that and he, you know, owned it and raised awareness and everything. So
4: yeah, for that, that sticks around 92 for me. So it makes sense. Maybe a 93 wrote a book
5: and that's the perfect, perfect thing for winning a (laughs) granny. You know, I mean, I, I, I I think it has to be him.
6: Okay.
4: Yeah. I'm good with that.
1: That makes sense.
5: All right, we'll go with Magic Johnson. We'll check in with Magic Johnson.
1: non polo coach, what did you guys have for an answer?
2: I uh, kind of got it around the same way. I knew 93 is when he what, retired or whatever you want to call what he did. Um, stepped away, uh, and it made sense that maybe he would do something about it, like as far as recording something. I knew he won something outside of the sports realm. I didn't remember exactly what it was, but we went with Magic Johnson.
1: Well, both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Irvin Magic Johnson. He won for his audiobook, What You Can Do to Avoid AIDS. So, you guys were all over it there. Good job. Question two What ice dancer who won the 1984 Winter Olympic gold medal with his skating partner, Jane Torval, has won two Emmys for Outstanding Choreography?
4: Yeah. I, I sent that. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, did. yeah, 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 yeah. All be right. checking. Hey, Young and the Restless has checked in. non polo couch. You guys can talk it out.
3: The only ice dancers I know are from Place of Glory, so I, I don't think that's going to help here. <laughs> I've heard of Jane Torville.
2: Uh, I see a mullet. <laughs> But then again, everybody you, had one in 84. yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, but his was Certainly like a, his, everyone that wore skates did <laughs> his his was epic um
3: okay, epic mullet, ice dancer, a very clear picture is being painted for me. Is he an American guy
2: I believe so, so it's not Sven something I want to say Christensen works for me. <sighs> That could be somebody completely different.
3: Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I've learned by now that if you have an inkling to just go with it.
2: All right, we're gonna check in with Christensen for a hundred points.
1: Hey, and Young and the Restless, what did you guys have for an answer?
4: Yeah, we both sent this right away. I think I wrote a question about their comeback performance in the nineties. They had a it was big in the UK because they were big fans of this group on this pair. So we checked in with Dean.
5: Christopher Dean. Yes.
4: yeah.
1: One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Christopher Dean. They were known as Torval and Dean. Um, He won the 2003 and 2005 Emmys for A&E's Smuckers Stars on Ice. (laughs) That was a thing. Smuckers on Ice pair. I'm
5: sure it still is, right? I mean, it has to be. Yeah. A&E I'm not sure if Smutters is the,
1: is the sponsor currently, um, but I believe Stars on Ice is still a thing and is on TV, I guess. So, all right, moving on to the last question. Question three. Who won the 1969 Best Actor Tony for portraying boxer Jack Jefferson in the play The Great White Hope? He reprised his role for the 1970 film of the same name and would receive a Best ass best. Actor Oscar nomination, the only of his career.
2: The best ass. Yes. Best,
1: <laughs> best actor Oscar nomination.
0: Read this. Whole I way. got you, Mason. Okay. Yeah. And check in.
1: Okay. Young and the Restless has checked in. So non polo couch. If you get a chance to read the question,
3: you guys can talk it out. All right. 1969, nice. white guy his only Oscar nomination of his career. So he's not a good actor or he wasn't after 1970. I, I have no idea.
2: Wait, he was in the movie too though. Right. Mm -hmm. I know James Earl Jones was in the movie. So that's, that's all I got. (laughs) That's all I got. I know he was in the movie. All right. So we're going to check him with James Earl Jones. He does have a nice ass, so I guess maybe that works.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Again, the wrestlers. What did you guys have for an answer?
5: When Scott said, "You know, not a great actor, white guy," I thought there's no way in the world they're going to be getting this. <laughs> but it is James Earl Jones that won that uh, that Tony. Both teams will be receiving
1: points. The correct answer is James Earl Jones. While Jones is technically a recipient of the EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, he has yet to win a competitive Oscar. In 2011, however, Jones received the Honorary Academy Award. Uh, he has received two Primetime Emmy Awards, two Tony Awards, and a Grammy Award.
5: I was way off. So he's an igged. He's got the egged or the GET. He's got the GET. And they, they
1: do say he technically has an EGOT. Just... Yeah. didn't get his Oscar for a competitive I was kind of surprised that that was the only thing he's been nominated for for Oscars
3: he was terrific in the Sandlot Mason
1: <laughs> yes yes he was He's the he didn't only get part, for he's the only part that CNN. makes the Field of Dreams even a little bit watchable
5: fair not fair but I don't want to have this fight tonight <laughs>
1: All right. After halftime, the scores are non-pullout couch with 260 and the young and the restless up to 325.
5: Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list.
1: Okay, for list number one, I'm looking for the most passing yards for the NCAA Division I FBS 2021
3: season. I didn't watch a single college football game this season. No, no. I, I, for some reason, it's like the, the older I get, the less interested I am in it. If I give you schools, can you tell me? Just Possibly. All right. I don't watch like the games. I just watch the like the tape around the draft, like two months before the draft. I start watching all the highlights. Sure. Of uh,
1: By the way, Eid, real quick, I looked up uh, the 1984 Olympics. Um Christopher Dean did not have a mullet actually during well, no, the Chris, performance. Christensen
2: was, did though. Christensen did. Oh, Whoever okay. that guy was. Got it. Fair enough. Beautiful mullet. Feathered. Sorry, Very, I
1: didn't mean to I didn't mean to disrupt your thought process here. You can you go
2: no, back to just this just a, question. A, Well now I'm thinking about mullets. So yeah,
3: now now I'm thinking about Gabe Christensen and his mullet. Yeah, that works. Let's do it.
2: All right, we're gonna check in.
3: Okay,
1: non-polo couches checked in. Young and the restless. You guys can talk it out and let me know when you want to give me your
5: answers. So, okay, so we got four that we're. I'm. I think we're yeah. pretty confident in. I.
4: I'm throwing out some names for the fifth. There, there's yeah, good.
5: but there's the thing is that that fifth one though could be any of those guys. You know, I don't.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the first four for sure that we said. Yeah, because I know uh, what's his name, Bailey Zapp from Western Kentucky was number one because he past Burroughs' touchdown record in the season, and he was prolific there. And then Young and Stroud, both there. And then, yeah, Will Rogers from Mississippi State was slinging the ball. I would, I'd be fine with going with just those four because I don't feel good about it. A fifth one.
5: Um, I mean, we've thrown around, what, Pickett? Carson Strong. Yeah, um, you said Hartman? Is the I name think that's the, the name from, of the guy from, from Wake, Wake.
4: Yeah, I think so. It's something like that. If it's not, but it's something around that.
5: And then there's whatever his name is at Virginia. I, I
4: there's yeah, there's a guy there. I,
5: so, um, yeah, let's just go with let's just go with the four then. Of, yeah. so we'll check in with, go ahead with the ones that we'll check in. We'll check in. Yeah. With, so
4: Zappy, Young, Rogers, Stroud.
1: Okay, and non pullout coach. What did you guys have for answers?
2: I know Bryce Young, CJ Str- Stroud are there. Um, like Mason said, Will Rogers, uh, Zap. And the last one, I believe his name is Brennan Armstrong. So we went with Rogers, Stroud, Young, Armstrong, and Zap. And okay, both teams will be receiving their points. Those are the correct
1: five. Uh, Bailey Zappi with 5967. Bryce Young was second with 4,872. Will Rogers, third, 47 39. Brennan, Brennan Armstrong from Virginia was fourth, four forty nine. 49. CJ Stroud from Ohio State, 44 35. Um, I heard a bunch of the next names. Sixth was Kenny Pickett. Seven was Sam Hartman. Eight was Carson Strong. Nine was uh, Jake, I don't know, is it Hainer or Heiner Hainer probably from Fresno State. And number 10 was Talia Tuga Viola, Oh yeah, Tua's brother. brother. Yeah,
4: we'll two say brother. two. Ten was Tua's brother, two brother. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, for Maryland. Was uh, he rounded out the top yeah. ten? Really,
4: I'm I'm kind of surprised by that, but
1: okay, fair enough. So good job, both teams. Moving on to list number two. LeBron James has been selected to the most All NBA teams with eighteen. Name the next five.
0: Oh,
4: shoot. So just to confirm this could, this isn't just the first team. It can be any of the, all- it
1: can be any of okay. th- any of the, th- the three, any of yeah. the three teams. Yep. Just okay. total times that they have been selected to N all NBA team.
2: All right. We're going to check in.
1: Okay. non polar couch is checked in young and the restless. You get to give me your list first
5: four or five Mason.
4: Oh man. How good do you feel about that last one? I
5: feel <laughs> really good about it, actually.
4: Okay, I was just trying to think of guys that played a long time that would have been at a high level to make it.
5: Yeah, but that. Yeah, I like that because of that time of his career and the and no one else quali- uh, you know ch- um, challenging him for it. We're, okay. we're checked in. You can yep, say so. Yeah. I I know, but we're trying to decide whether to go four or five. I think I think we can go five. Okay, if you feel good with it, I'm good with. All right, so. All right, we're going to go Kobe, Jabbar, O'Neal, that Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. Not so, your main. Not your main, no. No. Tim Duncan, and the one that Mason came up with at the last second, the mailman, Carl Malone. Okay. And on pull out couch, what do you guys have?
2: We're not going to make um, – we had the same list. We had the we're same co- five. That's- Kobe, Shaq, Duncan, Kareem, and Malone.
1: That works. Well, good thing you had the same five because those are the next five. Um, Kobe, Kareem, and Duncan are tied with 15. And Malone and
3: Shaq are tied with 14.
1: There are six, sorry, no, there are five players tied with 12.
3: Oh, that's the next three on. Don't tell us it's the next five on three, right?
1: No, I'm not going to save it for that. So it's Bob <laughs> Cousy, Jerry West, Dull, Dolph Shays, Hakeem Olajuwon,
5: and Dirk Nowitzki. Knew Dirk was in there. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is that if the fact that he gave us LeBron meant that there was going to be a tie for the last two spots? <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Because <laughs>
1: I was like, I can't. Uh, that was the only way I could make that work. But yeah. but once again, you had to pick those right ones who were tied, and you guys uh, sussed it out really well. Good luck on the third list, though. We'll see how oh. well you do on this one. List number three. You know, I don't have very many hockey questions typically. List three: most career points for U.S. Olympic women's ice hockey. I know we haven't had too many uh, women hockey questions, so we've had a couple, but not not a whole lot.
3: I must not have been on those episodes because today I learned that women hockey existed. Oh boy. It's hockey and it's Olympics. I'm not paying attention to it. <laughs> the fact that you didn't even know they played? I thought maybe it was just men with mullets. It was Christensen.
4: And um am just going to let you go, Dan. I'll yep, here and enjoy the ride.
1: <laughs> so this is Dan versus
5: Eric.
4: Yep. Down to the Pierce battle right there.
5: We can check in.
6: What? <laughs> okay.
5: Okay. <laughs> All right, The Young and the Restless has checked in.
1: So non-pullout couch or Eric, you can work out uh, how many of names you would like to submit. Awesome.
3: <laughs> oh, jeez. I have one input, and in it's Babe Diedrichson because she played every sport. She did not play. No? Uh, uh, You've never seen the Babe on skates? I have.
1: <laughs> yes, I know this was a terrible thing of me to do to give Eric his favorite thing which is hockey with his least favorite thing, which is women.
4: He's still going to get all five. Just hold on.
2: All right. We're going to go Granado. Makes nice. Oh, night Potter, And let's say, let's say King and call it. Let's go. Okay.
5: And young and the restless. What did you guys have for answers? I named the two St. Paul girls, uh, Jenny Potter and Natalie Darwitz.
1: Okay. Well, both teams will be receiving their points. No shit. No. <laughs> it is correct. Uh, number <laughs> yeah, one. So system. you were wrong at who's number one on the list. Number one on Randy the list Granado? is Cammy is fifth. Really? Cammy Granado is fifth with 18 points. I'm so points. old. I stopped paying attention. Uh, fourth place is Katie King with 23 points. Third place is Natalie Darwitz with 25. Number two is Hillary Knight with 27. And number one is Jenny Potter with 32 career points. Uh, the next two are tied and they are sisters. As a matter of fact, I think they might be twin sisters uh, Jocelyn and Monique. Lamaru.
2: I was going to say that. I, 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 I said Monica. I was close to Very close each, to saying Lamoureux And I'm like, they, uh, uh. they
1: each.
3: They both have 16 career points. So Good job, Dan, naming the St. Paul girls. That was the yeah, only I'm almost kind of surprised Dan have. didn't
1: have uh, Cami Granado in there. She's kind of the one name that's, you know. I
4: recognized it when they said it. I was like, yeah,
3: She's yeah from I, Paul. Did, I did too, but oh. I just, yeah, I didn't come <laughs> up with it. Didn't St. Paul have the recent Bachelorette? Pretty sure they did. Yeah, I think so. Michelle Young. Yeah. Who cares about that? Uh, I care about all things St. Paul. Thank you.
5: They had an all around <laughs> gymnastics gold medalist. Nice. They have a water carnival. All right, let's move on. No, no, they have a winter carnival. Yeah. They have that. a winter carnival.
1: There's a number of cities who have water carnivals in Minnesota Minneapolis, Hutchinson, Detroit Lakes. Detroit Lakes, most famously on this podcast. Uh, All right, after the third quarter, it's still a close game. Non pullout couch is at 400, and the young and the restless is at 435.
0: Support for today's Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. All of us here at Benchworms received the performance package as a part of our Manscaped sponsorship, and I can speak with authority that it is filled with all sorts of goodies. I highly recommend you give it a try. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use the code BENCH. At manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. So don't forget, use the promo code BENCH, B E N C H, at checkout manscaped.com.
1: That brings us to the fourth quarter.
5: The fourth quarter. Known as Put Your Fours Up, this quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
1: The categories for today are as follows. Question one, no pitch in reference to Major League Baseball. Question two, no putt in reference to the PGA. Question three, no points in reference to the NBA, and question four, no punts in reference to the NFL. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of no pitch. On May eleventh, 2022, Twins rookie pitcher Yenier Cano almost became the second player ever to have a no-pitch debut, when the game that he entered was suspended before he could face his first batter. Fortunately for him, he started the resumed game the next day. That leaves the older brother of what Hall of Fame brewer as the only player to have a no-pitch debut when he was injured while warming up on September 15, 1971. We'll check in. Hey, okay, Young and the Restless has checked in. non pullout Couch, you guys can talk it out. Give me your answer and your wager.
3: Uh, I think it's out because there aren't many Brewers Hall of Famers to begin with to choose from, and I'm pretty sure he had a brother. Yeah. That's did all he, I know. Did he
2: never play?
3: Uh, he was injured. Yeah, no, yeah but just never Maybe but he just he, never got called up again. Maybe he, just he, died, he died afterwards. Like, is like, it? Maybe it was a September call up and got hurt, and then just never got called up again. I don't know.
2: Just never played again. That sucks for him. All right.
3: Yeah, I mean, again, I just there aren't many Brewers Hall of Famers that I can think of. Yeah, in I, general. So, and the time frame ahead. would kind of work for his older brother. So, all right, we're gonna oh. check in with Yount for 100 points.
1: Hey, and Young and the Restless, what would you have for an answer and a wager?
4: Yeah, the the first thing that came to mind was Yount. I I've had a vague recollection that he had a brother that was a pitcher, and kind of remember the incident a little bit. Um, so I'm hoping it's that we checked in with Yount for a hundred.
1: Both teams will be getting their points. The correct answer is Robin Yount. Larry Yount never appeared in a big league game again. Thus is the only pitcher in major league history to be credited with zero batters faced because he was called up. He was, he was announced into the game and he was warming up. He officially made the, the
2: the the scorecard (laughs)
1: scorecard. So that's it. The only pitcher to never face a batter.
2: I can't believe I have something in common with an MLB player
1: you do you I'm were, brother of a Hall you, you're, you're on an official scorecard no i've league
2: never league. faced an mlb batter before and nor has okay. he. Well,
6: that is
3: true no, that that's true. fair I'm sure walling Dude. has yeah walling,
2: so. uh, walling definitely
3: has yes. faced a major league Ooh. batter he See? struck one out
5: he hit a jump shot over one of them it was it was kind of cool There's... nope and that's not walling well both teams
1: gained 100 points so the difference is the same so let's move on to question number two in the category of no putt, since the PGA Tour began tracking in 1983, two players are tied for the most holes in one with 10, both of which currently play on the PGA Tour champions. One is a 64-year-old American who won the 1983 PGA Championship and 1983 Players Championship. The other is a 50-year-old Australian who never finished higher than 7th in any PGA Major tournament but played for the international team in five of the first eight President's Cups between 1994 and 2009. Name either golfer. Yeah, we can, we can right, check sure. in. Okay, the Young and the Restless has checked in. So non-pullout couch, you guys can talk it out. Give me your answer
3: and your wager. All right, well, Dan knows it. I'm pretty sure I got it. I just didn't realize he was that old. Um, this guy you sent me, Hal, that's the oldest name
2: ever. He's that old. <laughs> He's just like one of those guys you watch as a kid and it just sneaks up on you like they, They also get super old. Um, I'm assuming this is a 64 year old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the other guy who sounds 89. Hal Sutton. Hal Sutton was like he was just one of those names. Like when you were a kid, like, oh, name a golfer. And you're just like, just and, who's and the, he's, he's ret- still golfing now. Ret- retief Goosen. Hal Sutton. Like you just list those names. And he's still golfing right now. I would assume 64. he's 64. Do you know how old he is? I know. No, <laughs>
3: I know. I know. It's just. All right. You know what? Takes his dentures out. He, yeah, I would I assume it.
2: he's on like, yeah, that the, was a tour champions is like the, the what they didn't they rebrand that. The, right. Because the they don't want to call tour. it. The senior Right. We don't yeah. want to be
3: disrespectful towards Hal Sutton. All right. We're checking in Hal Sutton for one. <laughs> he's, he's,
2: he's part of the PGA uh, Champions League um, brought to you by Geritol. We get it. All
1: right, and Young and the Restless, what do you have for an answer and a wager?
5: I don't know why I know this. I just have for a long time. It's one of those ones I've just known. He had, had a lot of hole-in-ones, had the record for the most, and it's, like Eric said, it's a Hal Sutton
2: for I don't know how many points, because Mason 90. did this. For 90. Does
1: anyone have a guess at who the Australian is?
2: Um, uh, uh, what's his name? um max gone nope
1: it is robert allenby oh
4: that's it's
2: not that's very a australian that's a name like, uh,
1: i a, have no flavor Fosters. text because all of the flavor text was needed <laughs> for yeah. the question to help you guys get to an <laughs> answer
5: so <laughs> the thing is, is i think you could have just asked Who's one of the two who have the most <laughs> hole ones in PGA history? And I think both Eric and I would have gotten it from
1: that. Well, I didn't know this weird and
5: necessarily <laughs> known it.
1: Uh, all right, score update. Uh, it's gotten a little closer because non polo couch got 100 to
3: young in the restless is
1: 90. So it is 600 to 625.
3: Oh, I did not expect Hal Sun to look like this. I just Googled him. <laughs> this guy's awesome. I was picturing, like, a feeble old man. feeble old man. No, he's a big dude. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) wow. Okay. All right. Moving on to question
1: three in the category of no points. On December 26, 1993, what Croatian-born Boston Celtic became the first player in league history to score zero points on a record 16 attempts? 14 field goals and two free throws were his attempts. We'll check in. Hey, okay, Young and the Restless has checked in. So now I'm pulling out couch. You guys
3: can talk it out. Give me your answer and your uh, wager. Uh, I, if it's not him, Croatian-born Celtic, 93 was when the Celtics were not good. Yeah. Like right Right before Patino got there and they started drafting the Kentucky guys. Adino I, I Raja definitely played for the Celtics. Yeah. In the early to mid-90s. And he sounds Croatian. (laughs) Because anyone else I'm thinking of that played for the Celtics was after 93. Like, uh, they had Potapenko or Potapenko, depending on how you say it. But that was after 93.
2: You know what? Let's go with it. I'm not going to come up with a better name. He's Croatian. He played for the Celtics.
3: (laughs) Uh, It fits the criteria. We just don't know if he scored zero points on 16 attempts. We're going to hope that he did. All right, we're going to check in for 100 points with Dino Raja.
1: Okay, and Young and the Restless, what was your answer
5: and wager? I don't know what our wager was because, again, (laughs) Mason has that.
4: I'll tell you that, yeah.
5: Um, But I went with the only Croatian Celtic from the 1993-1994 season that I could think of, Dino Raja. For
4: 86 points.
5: Both teams will be getting
1: their points. The correct answer is Dino Raja. Prior to this, Bellis Smalley scored zero points on 15 attempts, 14 field goals, and one free throw back in 1947. Say Bellis Smalley? Bellis
3: Smalley. That's incredible. I mean, it was the 40s. (laughs) Just a great name. Was he a Smalley forward? All right, sorry, I'm done.
4: He must have point shaved his score a lot back then.
3: <laughs> okay, the game
1: is getting tighter. Uh, it is non polo couch 700 to the young and the restless 711. Leading us to question four in the category of no punts. During the 2021 NFL season, seven teams had at least one game in which they attempted zero punts. What AFC West team led the league with three games without attempting a punt?
4: Okay. Um, uh, we'll I'll check. Take the in. fall.
1: So. <laughs> the Young and the Restless has checked in. Non-pullout couch. You guys can talk it out. Let me know your answer and your wager.
3: So, Mason, we think we have a one-in-three chance because we think it's not the Broncos. I
2: think we have a one-in-two chance. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: You
4: I have I a one-in-one one one chance.
3: Because
2: a- what you think about it is, it's not the Broncos. No, there's no way. Uh, yeah. I, I quit they, the
3: podcast if it's the Broncos.
2: They literally punt before they even get on the field. It's like, no, we, we should probably just punt it. Right. Like we First down get punt. the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First team to ever just.
3: They would have been better off.
2: <laughs> yes. So then I think the Chiefs are just way too obvious. I think the
3: Chiefs did that. I think they led the league like 2019, 2020. Maybe. Maybe. I remember hearing, but yeah. I, and also, I don't know why, but I feel like I saw their punter a lot to do with the long hair, Tommy Townsend, because, like, you don't forget a guy like that. Yeah, so I then, feel like I saw him on the field a lot.
2: So then if you just take the obvious answer and the, the obvious not answer, that leaves us right. at the two middle teams. And who would you rather? What team has a better chance, the one led by Derek Carr or Justin Herbert? I, mean, I would say Herbert immediately. I, yeah. The offense Was that much better?
3: It was, but I'm also trying to take into effect who was more effective on third down. I think the Raiders had a better running game, so I'm, I'm, it's tough. Did they? I mean, then the Chargers, yeah. They're like when Edward uh. was hurt and when he was off, they were not running the ball well. I, it, it yeah. I mean, it's really a toss up. I could see it being either one. I can't picture the Raiders punter. I can't.
2: Who's the Raiders coach? That half guy. The season, half the season was and The second half was that guy. That oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, should have been. And then, who's the the Chargers coach? Uh, it's, oh,
3: you're right. You're right. right? Marty shot Staley would do that. Yeah, he, he would not. You call. know what I mean? They, right.
2: it, 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 you got to look at the 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 aspect of which is the more progressive coach, I guess.
3: Yeah. Or, but is the other guy just like you know what? Maybe it's not my job. Just chuck it up.
2: No, I think he thought he <laughs> had a job. I think he thought he had a job, and he probably should have had the job yeah that's fair uh yeah let's go chargers then all right we're checking in with the chargers for 100 points
1: hey and young and the restless what'd you guys have for an answer and a wager
4: yeah so my line of reasoning were was that the chargers were a more aggressive team at times they definitely tended to go four on fourth down a lot um although this could be an off-the-wall chance work because denver's least likely maybe for some magical reason they are it but i doubt it um So we checked in with the Chargers for 90.
1: Well, both teams will be getting their points. The correct answer is the Los Angeles Chargers. The Buffalo Bills were the only other team to have more than one game without attempting a punt. And also the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles had the fifth zero punt game in NFL history on October 3rd, 2021. So the game has come to an end and here are the final scores. Non-pullout couch finishes with a more than respectable 800 and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Steve Walsh award with 801 points, the young and the
3: restless. I blame this on David and the stupid George missing link. This loss goes to Ed and I are now six and six, and this one is David's fault. Yeah, we'll go ahead and answer the first qu- the coin flip question
4: again with the answer we said the first time.
1: It is correct now. It was hey. not correct at the beginning of the game. <sighs> uh, Anything else you guys would like to say before we call it a night?
3: I, yeah, I have someone to call out. So Eric and I lost the first fast break game ever in overtime to Josh and Marcus, which I guess I've you know eliminated from my memory. I don't remember that happening. Um so that's a loss. And then Tim Geving just beat us.
2: oh, So Tim.
3: Uh Dan. But still, Tim. Really? <laughs> really? Tim?
2: That's all I have to say. I feel like a lot of my losses come from missing link games, is really what it comes down to. Well, hopefully, uh by the time this airs, the Avalanche would have won the Stanley Cup. Um that's a that's hopefully um, I'm still nervous. I don't care if they're up to nothing. It's yeah.
5: By the time this airs, somebody will have won the Stanley Cup. Yes. Correct.
2: And it's the... for you,
5: for you, Eric, I hope it's the avalanche. I Oh, can, of course can you can do. Dude, Cause you got to experience a championship last year. So <laughs> why not share the wealth? No, I, I, I genuinely want my, you know, one, one of the guys on the podcast to be happy about their teams. Except Fine. For but oh, I've been on in,
4: avalanche. So I hope they win.
2: I I haven't I haven't had a professional sports sorry Josh um, a professional sports team championship since 2005 so this has been a while
1: 2005 you're so young <laughs> so young <laughs> I gotta go back to I mean not counting WNBA I'm just gonna say that I'm just talking big four I gotta go back to 91
2: yeah oh. see I I have my two Villanova championships that helped me. Bridge the gap. So, well, and
1: I don't even have any of those. I can't even take you college ones
2: into account. You have hockey.
1: Oh, okay. Then I got to go back to 2002 yeah, two thousand two or three. I can't remember which was the second year. They're back to back. Was it 02 Was the second one? I think it was 01-02. Okay. All right. So, okay, it's not that far back. Yes. <laughs> well, with that, I'd like to say thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Until next time, we'll keep the bench warm.
0: You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.
5: Question five: No
3: diggity, no doubt, no scrubs. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I like it. No rain.
1: Those don't start with a P. Look at, they're no, all no,
3: no vacancy, no vagrancy. Oh, I got one. No Pigeons. It was the remake. Yeah, no Sporty
2: Bros. Thieves. Yeah. should <laughs> five. No pigeon.
4: <laughs> it's skeet shooting. Clay I mean, it's,
2: no, it's, we don't skeet shoot. No Pigeons, all right?
3: It's got 40 in the name. It's, it's valid for this podcast. Skeet skeet.
1: <laughs> That's some Laffy Taffy out there.
2: It is. Nice. I forgot where I was when I saw it. I'm like, I need that. Yeah. So bad. It's not something you see every day anymore.
3: You can't just walk in a gas station and get a laffy-taffy.
2: No, you really can't. That's
3: what the world has come to. What
2: type of uh, truck is never lonely? Anybody? Mason? Oh, uh, it's anybody, Mason. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. Any, no? Just think of the worst pun ever. I'm trying. That's I'm what good. we're trying to get. Right <laughs> and, and it's Father's Day. I should be able to do this. Yeah. Right, what, what's a dryer's favorite exercise?
4: Spins. Spins class. Whatever. Spinning. There it is. You guys, Ma- I, I knew Mason
2: would have it. I got that one. It's a, The correct answer to the first one is a, a pickup truck. Oh, okay. Uh, uh. All right. What do you call an, uh, a, a a guy with any without any arms or legs and a little bit of a lisp at the bottom of a pool?
5: That's so specific. Okay, hold on. I can get this. Wait. <laughs> it's not Bob because he wouldn't it's get not. the bottom of the pool.
6: Wait. <laughs>
4: Wait, I have an idea, but it's that does sense. Because he'd be out in front
5: of my door.
2: Oh, okay.
4: On. I on the, the right. rest of it, but I don't know it's... what the I think I got the rest of it, but that doesn't help me. A little bit of a lisp. The best I got is torso, but that's <laughs> like torso with a lisp, but that doesn't help.
2: <laughs> yeah, the pool thing doesn't I don't yeah, know factor part, into that. That's the part that doesn't work. I don't know if it's really a lisp or not, but the joke said lisp, so okay. I went with it. I don't know. Oh. That's the best I got. More of a speech impediment. It's a, uh, it's Dwayne. Oh, like Dwayne. Oh. And, okay, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Heck oh, let's make, you, sure
3: Scott. Put, let's make sure we put those jokes at the end of the episode.
6: Yes, please put them there, or don't put them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, especially the last one.